Welcome to 5-Minute Fridays, this week's topic, Indigenous people and schooling. Welcome to 5-Minute Fridays, I'm Blake Barber, and this is a podcast where I, a current doctoral student at the University of Memphis studying education policy, talk about an education-related topic for five minutes. It is Indigenous Peoples Month, and I want to platform their perception of schooling and their struggle to reclaim and redigenize schools over the next two episodes. There's this episode of 5-Minute Fridays, and then tomorrow an extended interview will be published with Becca Nahe, an Indigenous woman working in New Mexico with Teach for America and new teachers as they enter into Indigenous communities to teach. And... That interview, I'm super excited for you to listen um, to, and I want to highlight a little section of it today and begin to talk about some information that she highlights in her interview so that you're ready for the the full episode as it releases tomorrow. Um, Becca, when asked in an interview to finish the sentence starter, schooling is, she said this. Schooling is weaponization and assimilation. So the weaponization of schooling in the context of New Mexico, where we have 23 tribes across the entire state, 19 of which are Pueblos, three are Apache tribes and then the Navajo Nation. The weaponization of education is just brutal, raw and really vulgar. And the fact that it's still being perpetuated by a lot of systems of like schooling right now, in terms of we bring in people who are similar to the colonizers that we're not really explicitly naming and then the system just kind of keeps perpetuating itself. Now, there is a lot to unpack in that little soundbite. And I want you to tune in tomorrow and listen to Becca as she begins to unpack what the terms weaponization and assimilation mean in regards to schooling. Today, I wanted to spend a little bit of time just referencing the word colonizer. For the most part, it may feel really unfamiliar to anybody working in a school building or who have gone through an education preparation program, because it's something that isn't discussed a lot. The use of schools in replacing a narrative of mass genocide in the United States wasn't just accidental, but rather has been an intentional action of replacing a narrative so that the colonizer, which represents the people who came and took land from indigenous people, can continue to be in power. And this comes from what's called settler colonialism theory. And it is a framework that begins with the historic context of the colonizer taking up residence and announcing his citizenship and sovereignty of and over the land. From that historic reality, those who gain power and continue to have power due to the colonization of land and indigenous people will work to destroy and replace narratives that threaten their stolen power. Schooling in this theoretical framework is a device or a tool that helps the powerful perpetuate the colonizer's narrative. Now, colonizing is something that the United States continued to do. In fact, in 1899, you will see on Judge Magazine a President McKinley holding a Filipino child and under it having the atrocious caption, the savage's first bath. And I say all this and bring you, the listeners, back to that reality because it highlights the fact that schools have been part of colonization. And that does not mean schools 
need to be abolished or dismantled, but we do have to acknowledge that steeped in the history of schooling is this act of dehumanization. And if we're ever to begin to reimagine schools in a way that brings more humanity to school buildings, we have to acknowledge the past. Robin Kelly, uh, the author of a book called Freedom Dreams, The Black Radical Imagination, wrote this. Sometimes I think the conditions of daily life and everyday oppressions of survival and not to mention the temporary pleasures accessible to most of us render much of our imagination inert. In exploring settler colonial theory and in platforming and highlighting indigenous peoples' struggle and hope for a better education system hopefully disrupts us enough to begin to think about schools in a different way. So my call to action today is listen to the next Saturday SIPS episode with Becca Nahe as we talk about indigenous education, as well as subscribe, if you haven't already, to wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as take some time and write a review. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. I hope you have a wonderful Friday and look forward to seeing you and being with you next week.